Hey everybody, I hope you enjoy this episode of the Construction Influencer Podcast. We have on deck Jose Garcia with Chief Transportation. If you know Jose, you know that he has undeniable hustle. He'll share with us where that hustle comes from. You'll appreciate his story of perseverance, dedication, and commitment to his vision. He is such a reminder that it can just be one phone call that transforms the entire landscape of any business. You definitely don't want to miss this one. First of all, let's start off with what is Chief Transportation? Chief Transportation is a contracting company, uh, asset-based company. We own trucks, uh, Super 10 trucks is what we specialize in, all of LA, Orange County, Inland Empire. And we are transportation specialists when it comes to dirt, concrete, asphalt, green waste, metals, trash, refuse, mixed materials, unsuitable materials, anything under the sun that any type of civil project would have, uh, private commercial building project, housing project, street project, bridge project. If it has to be hauled out, we do it. If it has to be hauled back in, we do it. Perfect, because that's exactly how I describe you. I go, call Jose. (laughs) (laughs) He's import-export, so just call him. Yes. So talk to me a little bit about who your ideal client is. Our ideal client is, um, first of all, they have to pay their bills. <laughs> that so, makes them a client. Yeah. If they don't pay, they're not really a client. Right. Um, so our ideal client is anyone in the heavy civil world that is doing, uh, you know, any type of heavy highway work, uh, dredges, massive excavations, anything that has to do with any type of civil work is our target customer. Awesome. And remind me again, how long have you been in business? In business this year, 16 years, but in the actual business itself, 22. Okay. Life that you live now, really, you have always been doing. Because that kind of explains how you are today. It re- yes. The, 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 the seven-day-a-week pattern has been consistent for the last 16 years. Yeah. Like legitimately nonstop. It hasn't stopped. I think now I'm enjoying you know uh, a day off here and there. Like It's a little bit different because yeah. there's more people involved. But my passion for what I do doesn't, for me, it's not a job. So if I work seven days, it's just what I do. Right, it's exactly. It's not out of the normal. It's completely normal. Uh, to most people, working seven days is completely abnormal. Yeah. But you get the results that you put in. Absolutely. So I always tell people, you know, they ask me, well, how? How did you do that? Why did you do that? That's impossible. Well, yes, it is impossible with your work ethic. You would never even accumulate but a percentage of that. Yeah. But over a span of 16 years in that work ethic, well, you're talking a really long time with really consistent work ethics. You're going to get big results. Absolutely. But they don't happen overnight. Well, I want to talk to you a little bit about impossible. Because when we were chatting before, you talked about part of this journey of you being here was the impossible factor right? Like it should have been impossible for you to create what you have created here at Chief. So how did you break through that? First year of starting my business made no money. Second year of starting my business made no money. Third year of starting my business made no money. 
I think any grown man, by the time you do this for three years and you don't have a dime to talk about and you continue to do it, it's because you just knew it was going to be there. But a lot of it had to do with everyone telling me that I was failing, that I was going to continue failing. And the second part of it was it really was an impossible dream to have, if you think about it, uh, in, in lieu of what it takes to finance equipment, what it takes to bankroll the operation, what happens when people don't pay you. Those are the things that nobody talks about. And those yeah. are the things that are real. The, the biggest challenges. Those are the biggest challenges. So um, how did I overcome actually just getting to a breaking point where I just took a paycheck? Back to year three, no money. Year four starts, no money. Year five. Year five, I went to a friend of mine who was sort of a mentor for me. And I told her, I go, I think I, I have to give up. I have to go get a real job. This isn't working anymore. Like this really was just a fantasy. It's a dream. Like it's impossible. And, uh, I play guitar. So with a little bit of that depression kind of feeling down a little bit, I go to guitar center. And, uh, what do I do? I mean, I just pick up guitars and I start playing, but I love guitars. And I get a phone call from one of my buddies. Um, whom I'd been prospecting over the last couple of years for work. And I go, um, you know, anytime you need anything, just call me. I want to do all your trucking. This is what I want to do. Um, and my phone rings and I'm like, what the hell am I guitar center? What's up, man? And he's like, Hey, I need you to get over here. I have a job and I think I got maybe like 500 loads on the ground. I go, well, where are you? He goes, I'm right at the 10 and the, um, 57 and I was right at the 57 in Brea off of, um, um, uh, what is that called? Uh, Imperial highway. So I'm what? 10 minutes away. Right. Mm -hmm. I get in my car. I'm like, dude, I got a chance. I got a shot. So I go get in my car. My business has had five years into it. The most I made, uh, I don't know, 17,000. Mm-hmm. If that goes to tell you anything, Mm -hmm. I mean, what can you really pay with that? Right. right? So, um, I get to the job and I look at the job and I'm like, Hey, John, his name's John and uh, Ali is his partner. I go, I don't think you guys have 500 loads here. I think you guys have about 5,000 loads here. (laughs) So what happened was the hill fell on the 57 freeway in the 10 grid locking the freeways. And it became an emergency um, removal situation. The state jumped in. We bid the job on site. And I went from having, over the last five years, three to five trucks out a day to having 80 trucks every 11 hours for 90 days straight. That is insane. So that job was the overcomer. That was the hump. And that really taught me a lesson that I, I wouldn't understand the lesson then, but I understand it now. In our business, you get, you know, um, a lot of jobs that just help pay the bills. Mm-hmm. They just help you get through. They, they do nothing more. There's no profit. Every two or three or four years, you get one landmine, ridiculous, incredible insertion of just massiveness skyrocket and that's what happened to me and you know year one two three four you you start to 
we're humans. We all have hearts. They beat. Yeah. And you start to get emotionally drained. It happens to everybody. And I was like really on the verge of being rock bottom. Right when I hit rock bottom, that opportunity presented itself. That's such a great example of really so holding on. That was, yeah, I held on for five years. I didn't make any money for five years. And I can attest to that. Came back. Um, year five after that, it, it was like, oh my God, I actually get to pay myself. Yeah. So Congratulations on year five. I was able to quit my one job. And after year five, I was able to actually collect the check from my company. A very small check, but I was able to like, okay, now I can focus. Mm -hmm. That was the game changer for me, was that job. So really that answers the question in biggest challenge because you were about, you were going to quit. You were going to throw in the towel. You were like, I can't do this anymore. And it just took one, one phone call yes. for you to have, create that tippy point to get your company in the direction that you wanted to be and then some. Yeah. So here you are, mm -hmm. chief transportation. If you were to give anybody any advice on how they can uh, duplicate or have a similar career that you do, what would be your one word of advice? Uh, okay, that's uh, my one word of advice for anybody trying to, first you have to identify your dream because I have to emphasize this super strongly. You have to pick something that you love. Mm -hmm. For me, I didn't pick this because I loved it. I picked it because I fell into it. Lucky for me, I love what I do, but that's not the case for everyone. Right. For me, uh, what advice do I have for anyone? First, identify what is going to genuinely make you happy. Mm -hmm. Identify that and take a really long time to figure what that is because you're talking about a lifelong career, a lifelong duty, a lifelong job. Mm -hmm. And if you're not mentally set up with something that you love, well, then you get with 99% uh, of the American population and it's, you have a job. And it becomes a very long journey. Right? And a job becomes a, pro a, a process and a product of second guessing whether you're doing the right thing, whether, whether you're not doing the right thing. Is this the right career for me? Is this not? I'm happy. I'm not. I don't make enough. I don't. Well, all these flaws come up not because uh, you have the wrong job. You have the wrong vision and you're doing a job that you hate and you don't like. So my advice to anyone is identify what you love. Second advice, spend five years of your time completely indulged in it and tunnel vision everything that anybody has to say to you that is negative and cut that person out. If it happens to be family, Bye. I hate to say it. If it happens to be your girlfriend, I hate to say it. If it happens to be your husband, I hate to say it. If it happens to be your grandpa that you've loved for, you know, your whole life, people aren't always going to gravitate to what you want to do or what he wants to do or what they want to do. If you came to me and you said, Hey, um, you know, I, I really, I'm thinking of a new career path. The first question I would ask you is, is what do you love? I wouldn't ask you what your career path is going to be because you're systematically just going to tell me a career path that makes you money, right? a career, a career path that fulfills your perhaps a financial need or a need that you have. But a lot of people forget that if you don't have a passion with happiness, 
you have nothing. nothing. So first pick that. That's awesome. And, uh, be prepared to give it your all for five years. Um, it's, it's a proven fact. It's, it's statistics. It's studies. No business makes it. No business is grounded. No business can actually be called a business till after the fifth year. Mm-hmm. And that's it. So be prepared. Be mentally prepared. You got to be a warrior. It's do or die. It's your dream. You want to be a, a grand person and you just got to be ready for a lot of good things, a lot of negative things, a lot of bad things, a lot of horrible things. And at the end of the tunnel, a lot of great things. But you got to smother the whole, the, the journey can't be subdivided into, I just want dessert, I just want steak, I just want lobster. You got to be in for it all. Whatever exactly. gets put on the table is what you got to take. And that's what I love most about you is your commitment to what you have and mm-hmm. the whole journey that it's taken you to get there. Challenges, good times, first contract. You didn't stop there. You could have. It probably made you plenty of money. Yeah. But it's always the what's next. And that's the drive that you created when you were 13 years old. That's where that all came from. And now today you can, you can look at yourself and go, look at this. I made it through all of this adversity challenges. I stuck through it. I didn't give up. Yep. That one call turned your whole everything around. It's one call. Um, ironically, it's funny. Um, my daughter's mom, we're not together no more. One day, this is, uh, you, you asked me the question, what does it take to get there? Yes. So I was in a relationship, you know, my daughter was a baby and I'm a very driven, hardworking individual. So one day my ex came to me and she said, you know, I, I really think we're at the brink of our relationship. I just want to have one night where you don't pick up your phone. And I was like, well, I can't do that. You know, this is what I do for a living. Now, this is at a time when my company had just came up. Mm-hmm. Like we, we just got out of like, okay. Was uh, it the year five? After the phone call? It was, a, it was, it was year five and a half. Okay. Okay. This is where all the grandness starts yep. happening. And so I'm like looking at her going, well, you know, and this is why I said, you got to have tunnel vision. And if someone doesn't support your vision, you got to cut that out. You, you got to keep going. Absolutely. You can't stop for anyone. It belongs to you, your dream, your heart, your mind. It belongs to you. It doesn't belong to anybody else. And, uh, you know, obviously there's, you can't be selfish either or an a-hole or any of that within reason. Um, and so I tell you, you know what? I will give you that. I will not pick up my phone for one night. And I booked this really nice dinner. We went out and we're sitting there candle lit. I mean, it was rad. And, uh, my phone rings and I go, (laughs) I look at it. What's a guy I haven't talked to in three years. It's a guy that I've been talking to for three years, but a guy that's never given me a job in three he years. He hasn't been a client yet. And like I look at it, I look at her, her face turns. What does my gut instinct tell me to do? I got to pick it up. I have a family to feed. I have to pick it up. I have no choice, right? So then I grab the phone. What's up, man? And then he goes... Hey, listen, I have a job with about 2,000 loads of blue granite that I need to start hauling on Monday. 
that job ended up being a $3 million job for me. And it was the biggest lesson that I learned in the process of my career. And what was that lesson is, is tunnel vision is important and perseverance is important and sticking to your guns is important. And even though you're going to disappoint a lot of people, there's still a lot of people that depend on you regardless to do what you have to do regardless. So now what I figured then was, is really the selfishness wasn't coming from me. It was coming from the opposite party that wasn't allowing me to exercise my talents. And my talents were what created a life for us. And without that flexibility, we would have none of that. So I get my first huge job from Caltrans. Six months later, I get my second big job from picking up a phone call while I'm at dinner. Well, what does this all like kind of entail and, and, and circle back around in a full circle every time is, is you create your own destiny by what, by what you choose to do and when you choose to do it. And I'm on 24 seven. So my destiny belongs to me 24 seven. And I shared this with you before we started rolling the podcast, but when I was just sitting with myself thinking about your story mm-hmm. and how, what it, how I interpret it, it's all about your decisions determining your destiny. That's a quote that's out there. But you are such an example of every single decision that you have made has been in alignment not only with your vision and what your dream is, but you have created your own destiny. Yeah, I mean, uh, at some point, it, it's, I've never been somebody that's into partnerships or, or things of that nature just because uh, I'm a self-thinker and I'm a self-propeller and I self-propel everything I do. Uh, for me, I have to be able to take action and make decisions as I need to make them immediately. So now you throw in, a lot of people say, well, how do you make this happen? How are you successful? How are you this? How are you that? I go, okay. Do you like to go to Vegas? Yeah. Do you like to go to birthday parties on the weekend? Yeah. Do you like to go on two-week vacations? Yeah. Do you like to take three-day weekends? Yeah. Do you like to do things during the week and ask for a day off? Yeah. Okay, well, I don't do any of that. You do. <laughs> so my results are much different than yours. Absolutely. And what a lot of people always say is, well, what is the point of having what you have if you can't enjoy it? I enjoy my life in different ways and just because I don't go to a wedding in, you know, Wyoming at some beautiful ranch for five days doesn't mean I'm not enjoying life. That's just not something I choose to do. We all, we, it's different for everybody, right? We so what I try to tell everyone is, is that the example of the, the paper, pen, and the line. And that is, watch, borrow your, your notebook here. Yeah. So if you have this, right, and you and I start adding lines here, mm-hmm. eventually this whole thing will fill up, correct? Yep. So I'll go here and then I'll start here. Well, what we started out was a blank sheet. What you're going to have after that is a sheet full of lines. This is your life. So this could be a kid. This can be a Vegas vacation. This can be you going on the weekend somewhere. This can be a doctor visit, right? So Nicole, we're just gonna keep going with your chart. That's not mine, it's yours. Mm. So now we're gonna go on to responsibilities, right? So responsibilities. 
So you have a child now. Child has, let's say, a dog. Dog has to get groomed, right? Child has to go to the dentist, right? Takes a little bit more time. You got to take it to the dentist. Oh, but now you got to do a weekend in Vegas because you got to deplete from all the chaos that you're having and all this and that. Meanwhile, my page is still blank. So how much more weight do you have on your page than I do on my page? Mm-hmm. Every line item counts, whether it's small, big, medium, or large. So your sheet will fill up, and then you're going to ask yourself, why am I so heavy? Why am I not getting the results that I want? Well, it looks to me like you're really busy with things that have nothing to do with where you want to be success-wise. Mm-hmm. And that's where a lot of people fail. Meanwhile, I'm still You're clean. still clean. So there's a difference between a regular person and an unregular person, <laughs> or whatever you want to call that. But every variable you add to your life affects your long-term success. Absolutely. So you have to be careful about what you let in, who you let in, what type of energy you let in, how they serve you, and... You know, you got to really figure out, well, does this benefit my blueprint? And who is in your blueprint? My blueprint is my family, all of my employees. They're equal to my family. And why do I say that? Well, I am one person. I can't drive the dream and I can't do what everybody else does for this company every single day. So my employees to me, I view them the same. I treat them kindly. I treat them with fairness. We have zero turnover here because I take pride in running a company that treats people better than anywhere else. And uh, it's the combination of that, which is my support system, my work ethic, which I imply and I'm in charge of, creates results. Clearly. So that's kind of what I... And I have something else that I'll show you maybe months from now, but (laughs) it's tailored to all of this in a program. So... And it's for somebody that has all these questions or perhaps wants to take on a role and say, hey, I want to go after my dreams. And my dreams are to be, I don't know, the next uh, big rail uh, road builder, whatever the case might be. I want to go to the moon. Okay, well, let's draw a chart. Let's draw all the important things you got to do. And let's do a cross check. Because a lot of people seem to think success can be bypassed. And none of us are exempt from that. The law of the law of the world, the law of the universe, doesn't exempt you from any of that. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important that people understand every situation commands a separate action and a separate result, mm-hmm. and you have to be very aware of that and ready at all times. Because if you're not ready, you can't receive. That's right. So you got to be ready on point, twenty-four-seven. And you are. You always are. Every time I talk to you, you are ready for whatever is coming. Well, thank you. I appreciate everything that you've shared. I definitely have learned. I mean, we've spoken in the past, so I know little pieces of where you come from and what drives you. And it's inspiring to me because I think we share a lot of the same mentality and how we get to success and what that even means. So I appreciate that you had us here to talk about this. Do you have time to show us around? Absolutely. You guys want to go check out the yard? Yeah, let's go. Awesome.
yard where Jose keeps all of his trucks. And I'm just going to let him talk about them because you are the pro. Yeah. So this is uh, one of our yards. So we have uh, numerous trucks here. Uh, Peterbilt 348 models. Um, all of our trucks are built identically the same. Uh, same engine, same tires, same brake calipers, same drive lines, same box, same hydraulic uh, design system. Why? Same jake brake, same everything. So I'll go into the process as to why. Um, when I came into the concept of building this company and buying trucks, I wanted to learn from what everyone else did and from everything else that I saw. And that was, I didn't want to have five different brands, five different problems, five different engines, five different trucks. I wanted to build one truck with the same hood, with the same mirrors, with the same tires, with the same rims, with the same engine, with the same driveline, so that my mechanics could improve efficiency when it came to fixing the truck. And when you have a hundred of the same trucks, you start seeing traits amongst when things start to fail, why they fail, when they fail, and it doesn't happen on a off, like one-off basis. When we have something that goes wrong, it's typically a design issue or a production issue that happened that's now affecting the full fleet. So we're able to work with partners such as Peterbilt, buy a great huge amount of trucks and really get to see how solid the product is. And this product for us has been nothing but the best. It's the best product you can buy in what we do. So super happy with it, super proud of the product and does really great. On that note, how do people find you? What's your handle for Instagram, LinkedIn? What's your website? We, uh, so our website, uh, chiefengineeringco.com. We don't have an Instagram for social media. Uh, we do have a LinkedIn and that's uh, Chief Transportation and you just search Chief Transportation and we're all over LinkedIn. So uh, we have four different profiles. If you want to just find mine, you can and then I'll sync you into the rest. Awesome. Thanks for listening to the Construction Influencer Podcast. Like, share, love, and subscribe. See you guys next time.